There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I am recording this episode in the heart of the holiday season in 2022. And so what that means is that there is a lot going on right now. People are out shopping. Uh, We are going to Christmas programs. If you have kids, I'm sure you've sat through a few of those by this time. (laughs) I actually had a wonderful opportunity to go and hear uh, Spellman and Morehouse uh, seeing their Christmas concert. And it was absolutely amazing as it always is. I go every year just about, uh, I think the pandemic kind of put a dip in that routine. Uh, But I did go this year and had a chance to share not only the beauty of the holiday uh, through that performance, but uh, one of my very, very dear friends, actually, her daughter is part of the Spelman Glee Club. And so she was singing and it was just amazing to see this little baby that I've known for so long get to the point where she's in college and singing on the stage at a concert that I love to go to every year I've been going to since I was a kid. So um just all kind of great things happen during the holiday uh, season. And one of the things that I feel like happens also <laughs> is a lot of stress from, you know, trying to prepare for all of this stuff, right? Trying to prepare for all of the presentations and programs, finding outfits, going to parties that you may or may not really want to go to. Let's just be real for two seconds. <laughs> but one other thing that has been on my to-do list is getting the house ready for the holidays. And I normally do this right after Thanksgiving most years, but I have been just beat behind the eight ball when it comes to getting all that together. And the, one of the things that I need to do is to prepare for guests. And, you know, if you know anything about preparing for guests, it is a stressful time because not only does your house have to be clean and I mean, completely clean so that no one is judging you. <laughs> when they come to your home. Uh, But then also you just want to be in a place where you're able to enjoy the presence of your loved ones and not stress out about things around the house. So that has been, you know, my, my mode, this whole mode of preparation. And as we're talking about the growth shift and everything that we need to grow to the next level in 2023, it really allowed me to um, think about, 
our our journey in a very different way. And what I want to talk about today and lean a little bit into is this whole preparation that we we do in order to get ready for the clients that we want to serve. And I want to talk about this whole aspect of client preparation, because just like preparing your home for the holidays or guests that may come visit anytime during the year, this is something that we have to do early on. It is not going to be beneficial to wait until you have all the clients that you desire to have, or even sign your first one or two clients in order to then put all of your processes in place. (laughs) Now is the time for us to prepare. And when you are truly in belief that the work that you're doing is work that is transformative, that is going to really drive change in your industry, and you're, you're committed to doing the things necessary to see your business grow, then you need to prepare for that. You have to prepare for the clients that are going to come because for you to not prepare means that you're in a certain level of disbelief that this may not be possible for you. And so because we are functioning from a space of knowing, of feeling reassured that those things are in the work because we are moving in a direction to allow that to happen. We're putting the will in motion. We're making the changes to land that big client. We're making the changes to have a very successful um, high dollar launch. We're making the changes to have your thought leadership spread uh, like wildfire in this next year because we're making all of those changes and you have to prepare for what you anticipate to be the outcome. And so this whole episode is going to uh, be something that is dedicated to preparation. There is one thing that's true about successful businesses, and this is a successful business of any type. Successful businesses consistently provide great client experiences. And in order for you to provide a great client experience, you have to prepare for the clients that are coming. Without preparation, then you cannot provide the best experience possible. It just doesn't work that way. So it's time for us to really become more client-centric, really thinking about how we are creating and delivering our services in a way that puts our clients at the center of our attention and puts all of the focus of our work on those things that will bring success that will bring happiness, that will bring uh, contentment to the clients that we serve. So this is where I want to dive into something that I um, I teach my clients and has continued to uh, be something very integral in them building their businesses as they move forward. And it's something that I call the fundamental five. Um, and the fundamental five really speaks to uh, the fact that, and this is something that has a new name. If, if any of my clients are listening right now, we've gone through this, but I've, I've titled it and give, given it a new name as it moves into a different stage of being a more formalized uh, framework. So just letting letting them, them know that right now, because a lot they do listen to this <laughs> to this podcast. But the fundamental five is something that I I like to use because no matter if you are in the business to consumer or the business to business space, there are aspects of your business that need to be in place for you to deliver a service successfully and to increase your likelihood of delivering an exceptional client experience. 
Um, and so this fundamental five is something that you can prepare for now, that you can actually put in the works right now. And these are the things that you should be doing instead of stressing over posts or stressing over a website and its perfect design. There are a lot of things that uh, you want to have in place. You want to have a fundamental presence online, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be perfect because it will continue to evolve as your business evolves. And so we want to shoot for excellence and not perfection. We talked about this on some uh, podcast episodes in the past, uh, but you know, just remembering that excellence is key. Perfection kind of gets us into a, a mindset spiral where we begin to uh, really procrastinate and it keeps us from moving forward. It hinders our achievement of results. So I want us to focus on this fundamental five, because if we are working on any of these things on this list, then we will be building something that is going to be revenue generating in the long run. It's going to be tied directly to our ability to deliver the services that we're offering and to yield the transformation that's needed in order to generate more referrals, more business in the future, and to be able to uh, really garner the testimonials that we need to showcase as uh, an aspect of social proof that moves our business forward. So this is something that we can focus on right now if we're in this mode of growth and preparation for our business in the next year. And just remember that if you're working on these things, you will be in alignment with your goals because this is what it's going to take for you to get to the end result. So the fundamental five actually includes five things. I'm going to walk through these kind of one by one very quickly and just give you some ideas as to what is um, included, why they're important and things of that nature. But the fundamental five includes your pitch deck, onboarding, service delivery, deliverables, and offboarding. So these five things are going to be fundamental to any consulting business and Not only are they fundamental, they are things that are going to help you build a business that will last over time, that will be highly lucrative for you, and that will allow you to achieve the level of success that you desire. So one of the first things that um, is on this list is, of course, the pitch deck. (laughs) And so when we're thinking about consulting, especially in the B2B space, the the pitch deck is really your presentation that you're going to use when you're pitching a corporate client. And oftentimes what people often find themselves doing is creating a presentation at the last minute or trying to throw something together to uh, present their services and, and garner business. And That is definitely not the best approach. (laughs) Whenever we're just throwing things together, that's never the best approach. There is a way for you to construct and develop a presentation that is going to win, not just the key stakeholder that will be interested in your services, but there will also be people in the room that may see you as a threat. And so there are ways that we build these presentations to be most effective when you are going to be pitching in a larger corporate environment. And if you're working in the B2C space, the business consumer space, then this would actually be your core messaging bundle. Your core messaging bundle is going to be somewhat similar to your pitch deck where you are presenting key information that guides your prospect, your potential client through 
their uh, their buyer's journey so that you can secure them as a, a client, uh, you know, over time. So these things can be built early on. And, and this is one of the reasons why this is some of the core work that we can be doing. We can be putting together that information in order to be prepared for when they have to be utilized. And so that the messaging that uh, we are communicating is most effective. It's uh, going to be timely. It's going to be well thought out. It's going to be tied to your offer more directly. It's going to speak to your client's needs in a more concise fashion and just be something that wins business more easily as you're utilizing that over and over with time. So one of the fundamental five things that you can work on is the pitch deck. Now, The next thing is focusing on onboarding. Um, The onboarding process is something that should provide a level of reassurance after your client has made their initial investment. We have to begin to acknowledge whether it is a business or is a individual uh, client uh, in the business consumer space, we need to really respect the level of investment people are making in the services that we provide. And it is not an easy task to make a large investment, even if you have the money, because let's be real, that money can be used for so many other things. So we have to acknowledge and appreciate their willingness to move forward. And one of the ways that we're able to do that is by providing this reassurance. Once they have decided to move forward and they've sent their money over and they signed the contract and they feel like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? (laughs) We want to be able to reassure them. And one of the ways that we can reassure them is by having very quick and swift communication that will allow them to become more and more excited. So we wanted to build excitement. We want the information that we're providing to provide a roadmap and pretty much set a level of expectation so that they are more knowledgeable about what comes next, what the steps are and what they have to look forward to. And then we want, most importantly, for this uh, communication and uh, this opportunity to create and build a partnership. Because when you're able to secure a level of uh, belief in a partnership and a collaboration early on, it is going to make everything else that follows so much easier because then it it shifts from this uh, point of them investing in someone who is simply telling them what to do and how they should move forward next to really, really accepting a level of ownership and accountability about their part and their role in the client consulting relationship. So onboarding is a very important aspect of really growing and building your business. And so this is, once again, one of those fundamental things that we can be working on now for the clients that are to come. We do not have to wait to throw together (laughs) some level of onboarding, or if you have an onboarding process and you know it is not at the standard that you would, would like, then work on it now, improve it now. Every client that I have is an opportunity for me to go back and say, what is it about the onboarding experience or really any of these experiences that we're going to talk about? What can I improve and make better so that the next person that I serve will get an even better outcome? That is something that we should all be thinking about. So there's never any point in time where you get to this fundamental five list and you're like, oh, 
there's nothing else to do. I've mastered it. It's all done. <laughs> this is something that you want to revisit over and over again over time because there will be opportunities for improvement and for growth in all of these areas. But onboarding is one of the key ways that you can begin to set the stage for the clients that are coming. And the more and more clients you anticipate serving, the more you need to focus on this aspect of onboarding because this is where oftentimes, especially when you're working with volume, when you're working with a number of clients, then this actually is where many of them can get lost because they may not feel connected to you. I actually joined a, um, a program about about a year ago, maybe two years ago now, um, it was something that I applied for as a, a female business owner and was accepted into. And so uh, the the program was scholarshiped and it's been a great experience thus far. However, their onboarding was not good at all. And, um, you know, it was one of those things where I was excited to get in, super excited to get started, and then just kind of felt dropped into a space and didn't really know what to do or what it was for and, you know, what were the goals of the of the program or expectations. I had no understanding of that because the information was not clearly presented. There may have been some bits and pieces of information here or there that they may have posted um, in different places, but it is not the responsibility of your client to go looking for this information. They don't need to go looking for your expectations. You need to clearly state those. They don't need to go looking for the roadmap as to what is to happen next or as they move through the the program or the um, the collaboration with you. You are the one that's supposed to be explaining that to them and setting that expectation, setting that roadmap, building that excitement, Right. So those are the things that we have to take ownership of. Just kind of always remember that we're always working to get better. I'm not perfect. None of us are going to be perfect. We're constantly improving, but we need to be focused on this aspect is one of the fundamentals. So there's a famous quote that says, two things remain irretrievable. That's time and a first impression. So look, when you are presenting your services to a client and you're ready to win that big lucrative contract, you want to put your best foot forward. And what better way to do that than brand collateral that showcases your high quality services in a way that stands out from the crowd. So if you're looking for a way to showcase your services, I want to offer you what I use and what I know has worked for me over time. And that's my offer magazine template. This is literally a Canva template that all you have to do is drop in your pictures, your logos, all of your information, and then allow someone to see firsthand the level of quality that you present when you touch any project that you are working with. To download, click the link in the description and make it yours today. I promise it will be putting your best foot forward. Okay, so number three is your service delivery. Now, remember, service delivery is everything that you are doing and providing to get your client their transformation. So you're taking them from their point A to their point B. uh, And if you continue to work together, C, D, and beyond. And this is something that you should already have in mind. Another argument for having that core offer, but there should be frameworks that you're utilizing, whether it is a standard trusted framework or it's something that you have created and developed um, on your own that's more of your intellectual property and um, is more proprietary. Just know that you want to utilize that to create a frame of work or a workflow that you carry clients through. And 
part of being able to establish this workflow and making sure that you map that out clearly is that as you grow, this is going to be key to you being able to outsource effectively. So I think a lot of times people jump to really seeking help a little bit too early when they have not mapped these processes out. And we spend a lot of money and waste a lot of our resources on things that really do not contribute to the end result that our client is going to experience. And the only way for us to clearly know that is to have workflows that we are utilizing over and over again and repeating, optimizing and improving so that we get it down to the most efficient and effective way to deliver our service to our clients. So when we're able to master that aspect of our workflow, then it is very easy for us to create templates and set up automations that help to simplify the work that we're doing so that as you grow, you're able to handle the volume of work that you have because now what you're doing is you are expanding your capacity and you're doing that by really creating a very effective and efficient system that allows you to perform at a much higher level than your competitors or maybe even definitely a much higher level than you have in the past. So when we're thinking about growth and we're focused on this growth shift, growth is going to come through expansion. And we don't have unlimited bandwidth. There is a limit as to what we can actually accomplish and what we can do. But when we're able to make that most effective and we're also able to, on, a, on top of that, making it more effective, make it more efficient, then it's going to be easier for us to expand to the the necessary bandwidth that we need in order to accomplish those goals. And on top of that service delivery, it's not just the aspect of getting them the information or getting them uh, what they need in terms of the tools to generate the result, because oftentimes what you're doing from the consultant standpoint is you're preparing that path for them, but they are going to have to largely do the implementation. You have to find ways to hold them more accountable and then to provide a more supportive environment so that implementation is successful. So we have to really think about what resources they have available, uh, what bandwidth they currently have, what they have access to, and what they're able to utilize in order to be successful in terms of the outcome that we're promising that we're going to deliver. So those all go into this aspect of service delivery. And we can begin mapping that out, improving on those things based upon the clients that we've had in the past so that we're prepared for the ones that are coming in the future. And definitely with growth, the more people, the the more that this is going to be important. Because if you are able to create a seamless workflow for yourself, it is going to make delivery of that service easier and more manageable for you so that you're able to function with a, a level of ease and and, and definitely wellness and health that you want to be a priority in your business. And this is going to be key for the next fundamental, which is thinking about your deliverables. Often we get tied up in delivering, whether it is a project, a report, Uh, some other aspect of the service that we're providing that we have to actually complete ourselves as a consultant. We may get tied up in the, the time that and energy that it takes to put that together, to complete it with the level of excellence that we desire. And that becomes a stressful moment 
not only just stressful for us day to day, but also stressful in that it is hard for us to do those things and still maintain the business development that we need to have going in the background, the marketing that we need to have going in the background. All of that takes time and energy. And when we are pretty much swamped in the work that we need to do to put together the deliverables that we've promised, it can keep us from really maintaining the level of flow that we need in our business to consistently generate leads, to consistently nurture those leads, to convert prospects into clients, to serve the clients that we currently have, to prepare the deliverables that we have promised. All of those things take your time and energy. So another thing that you can work on doing these times to prepare for the growth that you anticipate is are creating things such as templates for the deliverables that you're going to provide. When you have an idea as to what the type of report uh, will be, how it should consistently look, elements that are going to be pretty much standard from client to client, make those into templates, make those into swipe flat files, make those into things that you can easily utilize and retrieve to simplify the work that you're doing day to day. Explanation videos. If you have work that is going to be implemented by a team or maybe even an individual client that is trying to understand some aspect of the the uh, program that you put together or um, really dive through maybe understanding some aspect of the deliverable that you're going to present. Those are all generic explanation videos that can be created ahead of time to simplify your workflow. That way you don't have to say it over and over again. (laughs) You don't have to write that email over and over again. You don't have to continue to spend time and energy on something that is going to communicate the same message over and over again at different time points. You can create that once and utilize that as part of the system that you're putting in place. And that's also true with your email follow-up. So key emails that need to go out at certain times, those can be prepared ahead of time. These are all the things that you wanna continue to work on and think about when you're in that preparation for growth. There's never a time where you sit back and you think, oh gosh, things are slow or I, I don't necessarily have all the clients that I want right now. And so I am i don't know what I need to be doing. I, I'm giving you all the things that are important for you to continue to work on so that you are ready for that flood of clients, for that large, big, lucrative contract that you're hoping for, for it to come. Because when it comes, it's going to come at a time where you are more than likely... <laughs> Not going to feel like you have a lot of energy to dedicate. And so that's why you have to do this preparation in advance because it is coming. And so we want to get ready. And then the last one is focusing on the offboarding. And, you know, when we think about offboarding, it's not a matter of just saying goodbye. Nice to work with you. It's been great. Uh, you know, reach out to me later. It is more of a process where you want to think about how you close things out. How do you leave your clients feeling as if? they've accomplished their goal, that they have an understanding of what their next steps will be, and they feel confident that they have what they need to move forward and are willing to share their experience with others in a positive light. That is really the overall purpose of your offboarding. And so you can prepare things such as your exit surveys or 
the way that you're going to capture testimonials. You can already put together a document that focuses on next steps that clients typically take or the FAQ or commonly asked answers to commonly asked questions that you may have from clients once they have completed their work with you and ways for them to share your work and and the services that you provide with others so that you're able to generate more referrals. These are all the things that go into the offboarding process. And so when we're mindful of what we need to build out, initially it seems overwhelming. When I go through this fundamental five list, it can seem absolutely overwhelming. It's overwhelming for me sometimes when I look at it. But it's not meant to be done all at once and to, to, in essence, sit down and make sure that you're spending hours upon hours and days upon days solely focus on building this out without focusing on other aspects of your business. What this is meant to do is to give you a guide for things that you can work on that is going to help you gain the growth in your business that you need as you move forward. And when you have those down moments, when you have those times where you have more energy available, where you have more time available to dedicate, work on some of the fundamental five. The fundamental five is going to keep you focused. It's going to make sure you're working on things that are going to be tied to you being able to generate more revenue in your business and to make it more profitable. And that is, when we're thinking about growth, part of the focus. So I, I really hope that you're able to utilize some of you know these ideas that I've been able to lay out in the fundamental five and use it to your advantage. Just try to build some of these things out when you do have time. It's going to be so helpful, so helpful for creating the type of harmony that you need between your business and your personal life. Those things, that freedom and that flexibility that you want and that you need comes with more structure. Structure buys you freedom. Structure buys you more ease. Structure will help make things easier for you, easier for your clients, and just overall better for your business. All right, guys, I hope this helped. Look, if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode on the podcast, make sure that you leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And don't forget to share with a friend, you know, make sure that you're passing the word along so more, you know, women in consulting can achieve success and longevity in this industry. Um, And don't forget, reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I love when I hear from people, shoot me an email. I love those too. Just let me know what episode you listened to and uh, maybe some of the insights that you were able to uh, get from the episodes and how you're using it in your business. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I hope this one, this one helps. It, it really is a good checklist, a good thing to walk through when you're thinking about how you're going to focus on growth and how you're going to spend your energy and your resources so that you're moving forward and not backwards and you're not standing still. <laughs> that is our goal for 2023. So we have one more episode left in the growth ship. I'm so excited. I hope that this has been helpful. This has been so helpful for me because a lot of times it's a reminder for me as well hey, I need to go back in <laughs> and check on a couple of these things and make sure that they are up to speed. Because as you grow, as we grow, also our business should grow and it should reflect that. We should get to a point where we're so proud to showcase our services and everything we have to offer because we know the value of it. And uh, when you get there, then you're going to be unstoppable. So <laughs> don't forget to tune in again to the next episode. It'll be the final episode of The Growth Shift. And I will talk to you guys soon.
See you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.